What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. NBA fans, welcome back to another episode of Full Court Press. We're going to be talking some Game 7s from the first round, uh, a couple Game 1s from the second round, and uh, just our previews on where things go from here. I'm joined tonight by Joel Jimenez. What's up, Joel? What is good, Nick? Let's do this. Indeed, sir. Uh, So, yeah, let's just jump right in. Let's start with the Celtics. Uh, the the team that defies all injury uh, injuries mattering at all. Um, mm-hmm. They were able to overcome another injury this time to Jalen Brown uh, to secure a game seven win at home against the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, they move on to face Philly in the second round. Uh, but before we get into uh, what we expect out of that series, um, what were your thoughts on Boston just? bruised and battered, but still just being able to essentially just hold home court. Like they, they didn't lose a single game in Boston. Uh, it was, it was, it was pretty impressive uh, in my book. What are your thoughts? Uh, it was, I mean, that was the word I was going to use. I was going to use the word impressive. Cause it's like all year is one of those teams like they get hurt and then you're like, Oh, well, that's, that's the end of that. They can't do this. They can't do that. But, Right. They always prove you wrong because someone is always next man up. Next man up is like the mentality in Boston. We've been saying it all year. Brad Stevens probably deserves to be coach of the year for that specific reason. Because it doesn't really matter who you put on his team. He'll figure it out and he'll pull something out of them to, to do something good. Um, uh, the Bucks have been disappointing. Um, they, they, went, they managed to make it a seven-game series. I'm proud of them for that. Um, but at the very least, Boston still pulled out a win with another man down. Like you just said, Daniel Brown went down. I don't even, I don't even know when during the game, but I think he had to play like 16 minutes. So it's like they barely used him. It's probably right. going to be out tonight, I guess, too. Um, it's just It sucks for them in that regard, but you say it sucks, but it somehow, somehow it still doesn't matter. Um, this Sixers matchup, though, might there might be more of an issue losing a, a guy or two, especially a guy like Jalen Brown as opposed to the Bucks, who have – or obviously missing a piece or two and a good coach. <laughs> um, no offense <laughs> to the interim coach. But um, this is something uh, no, working against No love him, for you know? Joe Pronti. <laughs> I'm not trying to hate on him. I'm just saying, you know. There's a reason why he's an interim coach and not a head coach. That's what you're saying. Exactly. 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 Yeah, He's yeah. done a fine job um, until here, until now at least. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um I mean I guess. Uh he did I, I would say he did as well of a job as Jason Kidd, like so in that in that yeah, respect. Like, yeah, I mean did. that's that, that's what you that's what you asked for an interim head coach, like just, just keep us keep us afloat, you know. Um right. and he did right. do that. Um 
I don't think anybody's going to be uh, blowing up his phone for their head coaching position, it, <laughs> even with like <laughs> ten teams uh, needing head coaches this off season. Um, I, I don't right. see that one coming. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I I would give props to him. I would I want to also give props to Chris Middleton because he tried to make that a game, man. He was five of nine from three. He had thirty two yeah. points, uh, three assists, he's two good. boards. Like, yeah, he was a throw he's in, really a he's really fucking good. Yeah, um, and and he he played like really really well and was by far their best player on the court in game seven, um, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I have to go back to this. I, I was really impressed with uh, what Jabari Parker did after we talked all that mm-hmm. shit about him a couple weeks ago um, or a, a week ago. Um, he did, but in this game, he played no defense. Uh, and, like, I know he's not known for his defense. <laughs> he only had nine points. He he wasn't fishing. Yeah. He was four for eight. But, he they could like, he played 29 minutes and his plus minus. He was the bench. Sadly. Yes. But what, it, didn't do it, shit. What, if you had if you had to guess his plus minus, Joel, for that game, what would you guess? Oh I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, M- minus twenty four. Like Oh my oh. god. Yeah. That's bad. Oh, that's uh Delhi Delhi was, was not- Delhi was second with minus twenty one. Um, and he only oh. played eight minutes, so I guess that's actually more impressive <laughs> to that's, to yeah, really. get outscored by 21 into the eight minutes you're on the court. Yeah, Jason Terry got a lot of minutes. Um, it was nice to see him out there and still playing. Like I think he might have a couple more years left in him. Um, I want honestly, I want to see all these guys go to like Jason Terry. And, well, at least uh, Terry has a ring from Dallas. Um, but like Vince Carter, um, like all these all these guys who got like one one maybe two seasons left who hadn't got a ring, like come on Steve Kerr, show him some love. Like I mean Vince Carter would be able to help your team. Joe Johnson would be able to help your team. Well, I'm glad the Rockets picked up Joe Johnson, so at least he has a shot. Um, Agreed. But uh, but yeah, I, I do. I, I've always liked Jason Terry. He was he was our best player in Atlanta for a long spell. Um, but yeah, ultimately, <laughs> ultimately it just, it came down to home court advantage. And I think too, yep. um, them getting Marcus smart back was huge for them in game five. And it basically proved to be huge for them in this one. Um, because obviously they lost, uh, ta- um, I'm sorry, Brown. So like he played 32 minutes. Um, you know, he wasn't he wasn't particularly efficient. Uh he only shot two of seven. Uh he only had five points. But that's not why you have him out there. He had six assists, he had three steals, he had a block, uh like and he had five personal fouls, so you know he was just like being a scrappy and like causing causing their offense to not get the shots that they want. Um and, you know, it it ultimately it proved to be effective. Uh, and, and one more shout out, uh, obviously, uh, scary Terry, uh, he's, he's like mm-hmm. our favorite, our favorite Celtic on the show now. Um, or at least mm-hmm. I think, I, I think, uh, I don't think he's, I think he, well, he's my favorite Celtic. I, I mean, I know that, that Jawan like just is, has a love affair for Kyrie Irving. I think, I think Luke's favorite might be Al Horford. Um, he never misses his chance to bring that. him up. 
Um, but Terry Rozier, 10, 10 of 16, 26 points. He caught fire. And I loved, I loved the crowd being, who is Bledsoe? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Did you see him uh, today? Uh, no, I didn't. He came to the arena with the Drew Bledsoe shirt on, uh, jersey. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I I kind of wonder too if that, it, like, I feel like that probably was just a slip of the tongue, like whereas you know, probably. um, uh, yeah, I think so. Whereas Eric Bledsoe's, it was more blatantly obvious him trying to throw shade, um, and right. and you know, for what it's worth, Bledsoe outplayed him in those games in Milwaukee. Um, but like mm-hmm. Terry Rozier was not going to be stopped in this game. He was five of eight from from deep. Like every time he caught the no. ball, like in that in that you know corner or at the top of the wing and was open, I was like, that's in, count it. Like and it it was yeah. it was yeah. it was it was scary impressive from scary Terry Rozier. Um, right. So he, yeah, he's underrated as shit. You know. Yes. Yeah, and he's finally getting a shot to prove it. Um, like. I, honestly, I mean, he he still has a lot of room to improve uh, because he 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 lacks consistency. But I think that's mm-hmm. just a benefactor of you know him not getting you know huge minutes throughout most of the season. Like he's kind of like depending on how you see Marcus Smart, if you see him as a point guard or a shooting guard or whatever. But I mean, he's like their third mm-hmm. option off the bench, really, for for a point guard, right. um, and. You know, with with the injury that happened and Marcus Smart already hurt, uh, you know, and the injury that happened to Kyrie really, really got you know some time to shine. I think he's a starting point guard. I mean, I could I could run off like five or six teams who he's better than their best point guard. You know what I mean? Right. No, I can't disagree with that. Considering um, he's putting up the numbers, man. I mean, he's been a He's been a sleeper for the last couple of years, but he's definitely a guy every time they brought up trades with the Celtics, I'm like, I'll, I'll take Terry. Throw him in. I'll take him. I know a lot of people were like, oh, well, maybe you have to do that to get this guy or get that guy. He's, a, he's playing so well that you, you got to think twice because he's had a lot of pressure to put on him, you know, since Kyrie went down mm-hmm. and Marcus went down. So he, he just expanded his role and lived up to the hype. Uh, now he's a fan favorite, so it's going to be tough to – to get him out of there, but the uh, Boston doesn't want to lose a guy like that. You don't want to lose a, a guy like that, and um, you got to not that he specifically, but now the Louisville guards, you got eyes on them. So you got like Terry yeah. Rozier and Donovan Mitchell coming out of Louisville. So like, uh, next how year, cool would this, it be to see him on draft, the same team? <laughs> right? like, that would <laughs> be awesome. That'd be insane. Uh, that'd be kind of unfair, actually, just considering both of them are kind of freaky good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, well, it yeah, would it would just be it it would be um it, it would be awesome though to see like you you I am not I'm not totally sold on Rogier yet being like a, a like a dominant point guard. I definitely wouldn't wouldn't mm-hmm. I'm nowhere near sold on him being elite, but even dominant. Um but right. I am sold on him being a starter and I do think given the minutes and playing next to a guy like Donovan Mitchell, that would be that would be awesome. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what Boston does with him because he's got mm-hmm. one more year left on his deal, and they got a lot of money, um, you know, yep. already promised yes, to do. a lot of players. So it, I don't know, man. I think I think it depends on you know what they what they have to pay to keep Marcus Smart. 
And mm-hmm. if that if that you know dollar you know dollar amount is right, then I think they keep him and trade Terry because you could get good value for him. Like exactly. I, I mean, I don't, yeah. Like I mean, I think you could get better value for him than Marcus Smart because he's got starting potential and he scores the ball like that right, always right. gets more value you know like well I, I, right, I love right. the way Marcus Smart plays but he's not a he's not an offensive it's not um, a score yeah yeah he's just not a score so like yeah I, I think it'll be interesting to to kind of see engage how that all plays out because like he he can help a lot of teams and a lot of teams um you know you know, there's there's a lot of those those floundering teams that have you know an extra pick here or there, um, like Phoenix. You know, like uh, I could totally see Phoenix like basically saying like we like just we'll give you uh, you know the the Miami pick which is like number 16, and we'll give you like a future number one pick, lottery protected or. Um, maybe the the Milwaukee pick, or they have another Heat's pick in like 2021. Um, like I could definitely see something like that. Like if you if you can get two first rounders for Terry, I think you have to take it, even even despite how good he is, just because your payroll is so high. And you know that's two two quality first rounders, not like you know super late first rounders either. So, uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, with with Terry Rozier, and it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, if he does get the opportunity to be a starter, like how that translates. It, like I would I would expect that he won't be one of those Boston guys who does well in Boston and then goes somewhere else and then doesn't really you know live up to it. Um, right. So, but uh, before we move on, uh, just your your thoughts on Sixers and Boston. Um, all right, general thoughts, or if you have uh, if you have a prediction for um, who's going to win and how many games. I think I figure uh, Philly and six. I guess I think, or yeah, that's kind of where I'm yeah. leaning towards at the moment. Philly and six. I think they're just going to overpower them. Unfortunately for Boston, uh, they've they've made it this far, man down, man down or two, <laughs> three. <laughs> But mm-hmm. Philly's just they're, – they're just too deep right now, and they're on a yeah. roll. I mean, they've been off for a while now, but they're just – between Ben Simmons and, 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 and Joel Embiid and the shooters everywhere on the floor between J.J. Redick, Covington, Arlie Sova, Matt Bellinelli <laughs> off the bench. Yeah. Like, they got players everywhere. So they, they're they they're set up to to go deep in this playoff run – I mean, to, to go deep in this playoffs and – um. I just think they're just going to get overpowered at the end of the day. But Boston's going to give them a hell of a fight. That's why I got them going six. <laughs> yeah, I actually agree. That's exactly how I have it. I think Philly manages to get one game in Boston. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it'll probably either be, like, I think it'll probably be, it might be game one. Um, but I can, I can definitely see, like, them hitting a stride. Like I could see them, I could see them losing like even the first two games, and then you know just just rolling off a sweep once they go home and play two, and then they go back to Boston. I could definitely see them like basically just pulling that one out and then going home up three two, you know, with with a game six in their house. Um, I definitely think that is Philly's best scenario because you don't want to go to game seven in Boston. 
Um, but yeah, I, I just think they'll get they'll get one of those games, uh, one of those three games uh, against Boston on their home court. Because um, like you said, they're just they're too good. Uh, all those shooters uh, and their defense is really good. And like yeah. Covington, man, so like that guy, that guy can guard any anybody. Like he's so good. He's <laughs> six foot nine. He's got a huge wingspan, mm-hmm. but he's also like quick. He's like super quick on his feet. So he yep. like there were a lot of stretches of of the Miami series where he was straight up guarding Goran Dragic for like the majority of the game. So right. like he can he can guard point guards and he's got the length to guard um like small ball centers anyway. Um and you know it's not like it's not like Boston is going to be throwing out any sort of elite huge center. Um I mean they're probably going to play for sure. the majority of the minutes there. So like yeah, he's he's like what a find. Like everybody gives Sam Hinkie all the credit <laughs> for, you know, the like trust the process and Simmons and Embiid. Right. But like part of that whole process before they even like got Simmons and before Embiid ever played a game, they just recognized yep. this this like really talented G League player, D League at the time. Yep. Uh and we're like, yeah, let's take a flyer on him. And they did it. They did it with several players from from the D League, and did. he was the one. He was the one that stuck. Too. Yeah, like T.J. McConnell. He's another one. Um, he Rashawn Holmes. He's another one. Uh, but obviously, yep. Covington is the guy. That was the guy that they were. They really needed, and that they were really looking for. Um, and he's just. He's and he just stuck such as a, a starter. Yes, because he I did. thought he was gonna, think, at the beginning of the year. I thought he was going to come off the bench, and he he, they, he played so well that he, he stayed in the starting lineup. So, got to give him yeah. credit for that. Well, it, and he's, he's just so versatile. Like, I feel like um, if they do get LeBron James, I feel like he'll still be a mm-hmm. starter. They'll just start him at the shooting guard because, I mean, he's a, right. he's a 3 and D guy. Like, he can play shooting guard. Like, he's not not maybe the most ideal, but then again, um, like like I said, he guards point guards already. So it's right. not, you know, it's, it's in positionless basketball. I don't, I don't think he would have any problem uh, playing, playing the shooting guard position. Um, but yeah, uh, so, I, so I'm right there with you. Philly and six, too much talent. Uh, just Boston's. It, it's, it's awesome that they were able to get out of the first round, but they, they're just yep. not, not going to be able to, to do it on this one. Um, I will say this: I do think Boston might have. I do think Boston might have a chance to get game one, though, to, like, start it off, um, like, and, and get Philly down. Um, but, uh, like I said, regardless, Philly will win at least one of those games in Boston and close it out in six, if not sooner. I could honestly see them closing it out in, in yep. five. Or I, I hesitate to say they could sweep them, but, I mean, they have the talent. Like, they're, they're young, yeah. but they have the talent to do it. So um, They do. But you you just have to think Brad Stevens is probably good enough to get you two games, right. uh, especially like when you know you got to give him one. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Um, but let's move on. We got uh, the Pacers and the Cavs game seven. Uh, that was a fun fucking game. I was, <laughs> I was, I was like so into it. Um, I was like analyzing all of the coaching that was going on. Um, I got I got a lot to say about this one. Um so so let me just yeah. let me just vent yeah, and rant for a little bit. Um Yeah, do it. So several things about this game. Number one, uh Ty Lue 
like he made such a great coaching decision to put in Tristan Thompson. Uh, mm-hmm. I did not see that oh. coming. Uh, obviously, Indy didn't see that coming, and they never Tristan adjusted to it. Tristan coming. Yeah, right. It was really intriguing because for, like, long, long periods of that game, you had the five players that they have left that they have had, you know, on this team for, you know, pretty much forever. Um, like mm-hmm. you, you had, you had LeBron, you had JR, you had Corver, uh, you had um, Love, and then you had Tristan. And it, it was really interesting to see them kind of run that lineup and just give, put the ball in LeBron's hands and just let him be point yeah. guard. Um, he ran point guard. Super yeah, effective. yeah. And like, and man, like Indy's like inability to switch defense, and like, and the fact that they just refused to double team LeBron until the second half, uh, mm-hmm. that cost them big time. Uh, and like, there's, there's, you cannot have Demontis Sabonis trying to guard LeBron James out on the wing. Um, it's just, like it, it's going to end badly for you. <laughs> uh, and then, and then counter, like to counter that. Um, when they kind of maybe started figuring it out, you know, when they put Lance Stevenson in there, LeBron was like, all right, now I'm going to post this guy. You know, I just, I'm just going to go down to the post. I'm going to back him down because he's not, he's not strong enough to stop me. That's the situation where you want DeMontis Sabonis uh, guarding him. Um, mm-hmm. I think Sabonis was so severely underused in this game. I didn't think Miles Turner should have played very many minutes. Uh, he could not rebound at all uh, against Tristan Thompson. And Sabonis is just bigger and stronger. Um, so, like, basically, you know, what I'm getting at is Ty Lue out-coached, out-coached uh, Nate McMillan, uh, just plain mm-hmm. and simple. Play, like, he did. And, like, everybody's like, oh, Ty Lue, he's, he's, not a, he's not a good coach. Like, he's not even a real coach. LeBron's the coach. Um but like I gotta, I gotta give him his props because he totally outcoached Nate McMillan, who just never made the right adjustments. And then, uh, you know, to follow up with the Sabonis thing, when they go into the second half, they again did not play Sabonis, and I was like, "What are you doing? Like, why would you not make that adjustment? I just don't understand it. It, it, it baffled me um, that they, they ended up basically splitting minutes between the two of them." Uh, and, and honestly, the only reason that Sabonis came in later was because Turner fouled out. So, right. like, I don't even know that they would have played in that many minutes. And for, like, two different games in the series, Sabonis has been your best player. Uh, so, yeah, that was just baffling to me. Um, but props to LeBron. Uh, he, I think, made his first, like, seven shots or nine shots or something like that. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um it it seriously uh it it gave me like flashbacks of the game 7 uh against Detroit when he just took over that fourth quarter um, cuz it was it was like it it was just so damn impressive uh he actually like after going 15 of 15 from the free throw line in game 5 he only went 11 of 15 um but it, obviously it proved that they didn't need it um and just one more thing before I pass it to you. A lot of people, cool. a lot of people have been saying, like, blaming the refs. Blame the refs. LeBron gets all the calls. <laughs> and he doesn't get jack shit. Like, okay, first of all, 
yeah, LeBron gets more calls. Like he's that's it, it's always worked that way. If you don't, if you think like Jordan didn't push off on Byron Russell, like you're you're a blind Bulls fan. Like he totally pushed off, but no ref is gonna make that call. Like it's just not gonna happen. You're not gonna make that call against Michael Jordan. So LeBron gets that same kind of respect. You know, he gets the benefit of the doubt. Now there were two calls in particular where LeBron on one and J.R. Smith on the other flopped. Um, the LeBron one, Bogdanovich gave him a little bump, and he just, like, dove on the court. And I was like, damn it, LeBron. Like, you fucking flopped again, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, J.R. Smith, <laughs> yeah, J.R. Smith uh, was just being boxed out completely by Miles Turner and just kind of flailed backwards, and they called it. So, like, those upset me. Um, I, I thought those were, were bad calls. But then, you know, at the end of the game, they <clears throat> had an obvious um, uh, obvious play where Victor Oladipo, like, drained a bucket, but he didn't get the shot off. He didn't get the shot off before the 24-second the clock ran out, and they didn't call that. So, like, I, I think, yes, LeBron got more calls, but a superstar is going to get more calls. Whoever's, whoever's a home team in game seven is usually going to get, like, the calls are going to, tend to lean their way it wasn't egregious like stop stop it with the refs thing like it's it's just so annoying like like I was rooting hard for Indiana too like but you 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 can't always just say oh the fucking refs like it's it's a shame yeah. the Pacers had to play had to play LeBron and the refs like oh, god drives me crazy yeah, but anyway they got seven games in yeah, man yeah. I don't want to hear it <laughs> yes, ex- exactly. Um, oh, just to... one more thing. One more thing before uh-huh. I pass it to you. Um, you got outscored when LeBron was on the bench by six points, Indiana. You lost the game by four. I don't want to hear any mm-hmm. shit about the fucking refs. Like, you can't That's get right. outscored by six points when LeBron is on the bench. So, like, to me, that's, like, the most important one. Uh, but anyway, your thoughts on, on this uh, this game seven. Uh, just in general. Right. Um, so this was a shock, not a shocking, because the last game was an ass whooping, right? So it was like, yeah, what happened there? And then it jumped into like, oh, can they survive? That's all it was. Can they survive? And you knew LeBron was going to come to play because it was an elimination game. He wasn't going to just yep. sit down and like let it happen. So nope. he did. He came to play, he put a 45, 8, and 7 or whatever the fuck it was. And it's like, I got to give, like you said, Tyloo credit for like switching it up and putting interest in Thompson. Because we've been talking, I mean, at least I was. I was like, where the fuck is he at? Where is he at? This guy was right. a key part of this team for years, for the last couple of years. And all of a sudden, I, the whole thing it, it, with the Kardashians and like the curse, and that's it. He <laughs> yeah. didn't play anymore. He lost his powers. They're like, what happened to Tristan Thompson? He was that gritty yep. rebounding center for them. He even was undersized. But and he's like been exactly. hurt all year. It's weird. Exactly. He's just he just couldn't get over the whatever hump he was under, and and Tyloo just I guess got got fed up and just stopped playing him. And he said, you know what, we need to switch it up. And look, it worked because Indiana had no no answer for it because they were completely shocked by the idea of him playing. <laughs> like it's insane. Yeah. And the fact that Tristan Thompson not just came back played, he put up fifteen and ten, and he yeah. gave you a. a he was a he was a force in the middle. They had no answer for Tristan Thompson because they just couldn't out. They couldn't. They weren't strong enough because they're bigger than him. Because Tristan's not super big or anything, but 
They're just not right. as physical. Like Miles Turner and and Sabonis are just not as physical as Tristan Thompson. And Kevin Love was in his more natural position outside, playing a st- the stretch four. Mm-hmm. Corver was cold. You know, if Corver was on, this probably would have been a complete ass of him, but Corver was cold. Jared Smith played well. George Hill played better off the bench. Maybe that's where he belongs to be. Because George Hill's going to play like yeah. that, might as well bring him off the bench, you know, because he's not yeah. doing shit as a starter. Well, and, and, you gotta, you... and to your point there, he was he was quintessential in keeping them alive when LeBron was on the bench. Like, his little pick, exactly. and, pick and pop game with Kevin Love was like, I was like, Damn, like Indy can't stop this because yeah. Kevin Love is making shots, and it, it was impressive. <laughs> yeah, I totally because and George Hill got like eleven points and most of them from the free throw line, so they were like hacking him or whatever the fuck was going on because he, right. he only made like one shot. He was like one for three or whatever the fuck it was. So, um, but like you got to put out a P, like APB for like guys like Rodney Hood, Jordan Clarkson, like what like wh- what right. happened? <laughs> like where were they? Yes, through this this game. Um, they they brought him in to do something. You know they could score. I mean, there was a t- I remember at one point this year I was like Rodney Hood might be six man of the year like like on the list and like I don't know what happened to Rodney Hood. Jordan Clarkson too was a, a six man candidate at one point. So it's like yeah, you know they can score. So I don't even know what that what's wrong with like uh, maybe the chemistry or I don't know. That's why the Cleveland Cavaliers are a scary team because these guys if they eventually figure it out can put up buckets. You know, Larry Nance yeah. is another fun guy to have around. So that's Cleveland side. On the Indiana side, obviously Victor came to play. He didn't. He didn't yeah. just fall asleep at the wheel. No. Um, Daddy's Long did his thing. Bogdanovich was completely cold, and this man has been yeah. responsible for keeping Indiana alive for, for a lot of the, the series. But he went yeah. what, one for nine for from the field. That you can't do that if you plan on taking out Cleveland when you'll lose a four. Um, the bench didn't really bring it. And there were bad like, shots too. Like, they were. He wasn't missing. Um, he wasn't missing good shots. They were like it was, you know, like him pump faking and and just trying to shoot a contested three. Like I saw him brick like three or four of those, and I was just like, man, this is just a, a bad shot. Yeah, yeah. and it, I mean the, the free throw line too, because if you look at the free throw disparity, like thirty-one free throws uh, made for Cleveland compared to like nineteen made for Indiana. And that look yeah. at it, it came down to four points. You got to make your fucking free throws. I'm just gonna tell you right yeah. there. And there wasn't a terrible percentage, but they didn't. Someone's not. Someone. I look. Cleveland gonna get the calls at home. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Yeah. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta beat them in other places. And and they just, they got out LeBron. <laughs> they had. That's the difference yeah. between who had LeBron and who didn't. That's what it is. Sadly yep. for Indiana. Yep, and it was pretty much a. a the reason why I, I even despite like me like loving Indiana and like thinking, you know, maybe they had a chance, that's why I still felt like in my gut. It, yeah, they did, but it's it's why I still felt in my gut like I was like, LeBron's not gonna lose this series. He's just not gonna do it. Like, um and that and that's what it came down to, 'cause like it, like you said, I mean, it was it was it was LeBron's series. He he like never had a game um uh, what was the stat? He's he's never won a playoff series in which no other player in that whole series scored 20 points. This is the first time that's right. ever happened. Nobody yeah. scored 20 points in a single game, and LeBron James still managed to win a, a seven-game series. And you know why? Because he was putting up gaudy 45-point games uh, on, yeah. on the regular. And, yeah, I mean – 
it, it, that's the thing, man. Like, I was rooting for Indy. I've been on that bandwagon all year. I, you know, I got I got a lot of respect mm-hmm. for them. Um, and yep. they, they overperformed even, you know, what I what I thought they were capable of. Uh, but you just you can't bet against LeBron. Um, so with that being said, are you going to bet against LeBron uh, against the Raptors, Joel? I think I am because oh, they struggled sure. against Indiana. And Toronto is not Indiana. They've got a deeper bench. And you can't get away with that bullshit with the bench mob. So I, I'll tell you right now, I don't think it's going to be an, an easy series uh, for in Toronto by any stretch. I think yeah. this is their year to, to, to possibly make that leap because I just didn't like a lot of what I saw from Cleveland in this series, even though they managed to get past. And it is LeBron, so never say never. As long as you have LeBron, you have a chance to win a series. Very <laughs> so true. Never say never. And yep. as we know, LeBron has been Toronto's kryptonite. So it's very, very possible that this is uh, not going to work out in Toronto's favor. But I want to give them the benefit of the doubt, and I want to say it's hopefully this year they can get past the LeBron hump. But we'll you think it takes seven? I think I, I think it might, unfortunately, for Toronto. If, it, <laughs> if it's not seven, it's because Toronto did their job because they should win yeah. a better team. Yeah, I mean, they are the better team, but Indy was the better team, and it's like – it's the same. It's, Arguably, it's just yeah. the same. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I don't even feel like it's arguable. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I feel like they definitely were the better team in that series. Like you said, it's just one team had LeBron and the other one didn't. Um, right. But well, well you have two I, stars in, in, in Toronto compared to in Indiana, where it really was just all the Depot show and that's his true. role players. It was it was all the Depot and whoever, mm-hmm. whichever player they could get to show up exactly. any particular night, yeah. you know, because like like you would have one night where Bogdanovich played, blah, blah, blah. yeah, or, or Savonis played really well. Um, exactly. But, yeah, like you, you weren't getting consistency out of them. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and Kevin Love just kind of fucking disappeared throughout most of the series. Now, here's the <laughs> thing, though. Here's the thing. Yep, yep. I, uh, yep. I wonder I, – I, I have, like, two questions. Do you, like do you okay. think they they like keep Tristan Thompson or do you think this is just like Ty Lue trying to find a matchup find a matchup problem um, like would you keep him in the in the starting lineup because I think I would I think I would keep him in I the would. starting lineup against Valanciunas who's not really a, a floor spacer like he he can make a three on occasion but you're not mm-hmm. really asking you're not really asking Tristan to and Tristan's gonna tear his ass up on the rebounds, at least hypothetically speaking, right. I would I would right. expect him to. So do you do you think I, the same uh, thing? Do you think he's he's now a starter again? I think he has to. I think he earned it. I think he deserves yeah. it. I think uh, that lineup worked out so well that you have to say we have to give it another try because I swear to God, anybody in Cleveland gets hot. <laughs> like Clarkson, Hood, Corver, they have a chance to win any of these games. It's just a matter of this, something's not Maybe it's chemistry. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's just they have the talent. They really do. I know they're not as mm-hmm. as good as we thought they were going to be as soon as that, like right after the trade or whatever. Cleveland yeah. can get through it. You know, they have the guys to do it. Um, I just think right now, because Toronto chemistry is not an issue. We know right. the bench from I was good. We know the starters have played together for a while. They can play small. Mm-hmm. They can play big. It's just a matter of can they not – 
focus on isoing during late games, like during close games. Because if it comes down yeah. to LeBron and it come, or it comes down to DeRozan and Lowry, it's gonna LeBron's gonna win that. You can't do it. It can't come down to that. You have to beat them early. You got to take them out early. Yeah, yeah. The only ISO player in the league that's that's potentially better than LeBron is James Harden. Um, he's had a better season, and I still don't even know if I'm ready to give him that moniker, like best ISO player. Like, I think I am, but there's still a part of me that's like, well, I don't know, man. LeBron pretty much, like, he he runs ISO. Like, yeah, I mean, that that game, he was just – the whole series, but particularly game seven, he was just like, just dribble, 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 and I was like, he's going to shoot a three. Shoot! And 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 I was like, Oh yeah, and I was like, that three's gonna go in. Swoosh! Like, yeah. It was, it was like I mean, clockwork. So many times. LeBron is so good. Did look that that guest series should not have been seven games against Indiana. No, shouldn't. Have. But that, but that's why I. Believe but the rest Toronto of his team game. played so bad. Like that's. The I thing. know. Like, <laughs> but they have been all year. They've shitty. Yeah. Some games are good. Some games are not. They're not consistent. <laughs> They're not consistent, yeah. so that's why I think this is the if Toronto's going to beat Cleveland, this is the year to do it because they're not going to do it again after. This is their window. They missed this yeah. window. They're kind of fucked unless LeBron leaves the East, of course. <laughs> yeah, but even still, like, um, I mean, you got Boston getting healthy yeah. and you got Boston Philly, Philly. on this Philly the on window, the come man. up. Like, this is your season. This is your season to make make it to the finals. This is probably exactly. your only only shot. Um, I agree with you. And I agree with you. I, 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 it, well, I'll say this: it's their only shot, unless you know they made like some kind of trade. Um, by the yeah, way, yeah, I, uh, I, I, <laughs> I thought about um, in my uh, ever, you know, wondering who's going where in the off season. Um, <laughs> I, I worked out yeah. a trade to to send LeBron uh-huh. to Toronto. <laughs> I know. Oh, I mean, I, we know it's not going to happen. <laughs> But still, no, no, no. Listen, like, like if you had, if you had uh, Lowry, DeRozan, C.J. Miles, LeBron, and um, you had Serge Ibaka playing the five, like everybody can shoot. Um, uh, Demar Derozan's probably your worst three-point shooter, and like he got a lot better this season. Um, and you know those guys play well enough off ball. I mean, I I don't know. I think it. it, it uh, on paper, it, it makes work. a lot of sense to me. Um, I, I don't think Canada. there's any chance. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any chance. Hey, but, like, you never know, man. Like, I, I bet they got better schools in Canada. Although, I'm sure his kids are <laughs> in private schools. So, um, I, I, I don't think that's an issue with LeBron. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, uh, I, I ultimately, I agree with you. I think you, you do have to start Tristan. My other question, and, and you may have already answered this, do you who like what do you, do you think they should play LeBron at the point and go with this lineup that they went with uh or do you think you know after George Hill had had kind of a a promising game if if his back spasms don't kind of rear their head do you think you plug him in as your de facto point guard um to essentially for defensive purposes more than anything. Um, because if, if you go with LeBron at the point, that probably means you got Kyle Korver trying to guard either Kyle Lowry or DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan. And that kind of scares me a little bit. That's a, 
Yeah, I guess that that would be the case. It depends, because who who starts for is it Ananobi? Does he start? Yeah, OG Ananobi. Yeah, then you can have so LeBron. Maybe you could put you LeBron on and, That's what I mean. You can have LeBron and Jr. guard the guards and have uh, have Kobe guard Ananobi. But if if in worst case, but um, yeah, I think they should. I should. Just, I say go go for it. It's working out. Play LeBron at point. Play Tristan at center. And have your shooters out there. You have Jr. You have Corver, and you have Kevin Love. Those are really good shooters. At the end of the day, yeah. <laughs> as long as you know Jr. is not having a cold streak night, those guys right. are deadly. You don't want the, you don't want them out there. But and, and of course you have LeBron, and then you have now a gritty rebounding presence in the paint. You know, whereas yeah. you kind of Kevin Love's not exactly that present. He's good, but he's not. He's not that. He's not. He's not. I don't want to say he's not tough, but he's just not that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's not he's not getting like he's not coming up and getting that like block that Tristan Thompson had either. Do you, I, right. I can't remember right. when it was, but you know what I'm talking about, where he just came out of nowhere block, and yeah. blocked blocked dude's shot and was just he knew it before yeah. he even jumped. He was like that look yeah. on his face and like he swatted it, it was just like oh. yeah. it was I think it was, was Collison's shot. Was it okay? Yeah, yeah, you're I right. Think it, it was, was Collison. I think it was. Well, it was either Collison or Joseph. It was one of the, the two-point guards. Yeah, but I, I think you're right. I think it was Collison. And, yeah, dude, it was it, – yeah, no, it was Collison because I remember being like, man, that was such a lazy drive, Collison. Like, because he shook, he shook his man and then just kind of lollygagged to the bucket and just kind of threw it up there. And Tristan was like, uh-oh, not today, motherfucker. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I, I – I, Kind of go back and forth. I think maybe you should play LeBron at the point. I, I might, mm-hmm. you know, I might go with George Hill. Uh, but whatever they do, they like it's this whole tinkering with lineups thing. They need to settle into a lineup, and 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 they got to find one that works. So, you know, like if if you feel like I, I feel like you got to go one way or the other here. Like I mean, obviously there's minor tweaks, there's minor adjustments. Um, but they've had just had way too many different lineups, and playing LeBron at the point kind of seems like it works. Uh, I agree. Least, you know, at least offensively. So, um, yeah, I, I think that might be might be the way to go. And like you said, if you can, if you can hide Corver on Ananobi, um, or really even CJ Miles for that matter, even if they try to plug and play him, um, right? You know, or or if they go with one of their three guard lineups. Um, with Ben Vliet, uh, ben I feel Vliet. like you could even you could play Corver on him. That would be kind of the scariest matchup. But I just don't want Corver having a guard, sure. uh, Demar, um, or even Kyle Lowry. Demar or Kyle, right? Yeah, you don't want yeah. Don't want either yeah. of the guards. Don't let them play. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. All right. Well, all that being all that being said, I'm taking I'm taking LeBron in six because uh, same thing same thing with the Pacers, man. Like Pacers have never been able to beat LeBron. Raptors never been able to beat LeBron. Like I ain't going against history. I uh, I'm I'm just gonna say it. I think I think they win it in six. They win it uh, in game six at home, and um, that's that's a wrap. That's all she wrote. And you know LeBron's gonna be back in the Eastern Conference Finals and say, "Oh, y'all motherfuckers doubted me." Um, and you know if that happens, like who knows? Uh, if it's if it's Philly, um, that that would be a really interesting series. Um, because I mean, I I think Philly definitely has the talent on paper, but you you just never know with a young team like what you're gonna get. Um, so 
yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a. I think it's going to be a really fun series uh, to to see, you know, how 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 excited and empowered the Raptors feel knowing this is the best team they've ever had. And this is LeBron's like worst team. Probably it's probably the worst right. team. He's at, at least since he was an established star. Like I, I like, I I'm sure like the, the, the first season in Cleveland was, we, he was a terrible team. I'm sure. But least ex- weirdly enough, they're probably the least experienced in the playoff team that he's yes. ever had, you know, yes. aside from maybe some of the starters, but, that's what it is, I think, what it comes down to. Yeah, the starters and, like, George Hill and Corver, like, but, yeah, like, I mean, you know, Hood, Hood's got a little bit of playoff experience. Um, a little bit. But, but not a lot. Clarkson has none. Nance has none. Um, right. Yeah. Jeff I Green. mean, uh. <laughs> uh, I mean, he played for OKC, so I'm sure. But, like, oh, he was true. never, he was never, like, Really, a part of of he never really was asked to do much. The by the way, one. they already traded him. Yeah, 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 maybe I don't. Know. I can't remember. I um, forget. But yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, it has been a while. Um, but yeah, maybe. Um, or I, I think I, I definitely want to see him play less minutes. Um, because he's <laughs> just he's like I get that Jr. can be inconsistent, but like. I think Jr. has kind of earned, like, earned his role, defend, and like too. Jeff, yeah, he defends, and Jeff Green kind of. I mean, he played he played Oladipo well when they put him on Oladipo. Um, like, mm-hmm. I mean, he, he didn't stop him, but he 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 contested some shots and made made life a little more difficult for him. And you He's know, maybe that's starter. the difference. They had him as a game, starter out there. Yeah, I I say Max. Like twenty minutes, and I would probably even say more right. like fifteen. Role player. Um, right. Yeah, I just feel like you got you got better players out there who on that on that squad, uh, or, or at least right. you got players who have more potential. You know, like right. Um, right. I, I I don't understand why they don't play Jordan Clarkson at all. I mean, I know he's he's kind of struggled, but like his role is to score, and like you know, like if, right. if LeBron's not on the court, you would expect that they would play him, and they just still haven't. Um, I guess maybe the transition is just is just kind of tough for him. I would say this too. I think uh, the Cavs should probably take a play out of um, out of Toronto's book and like have a starting unit and like a bench unit, and that might help Jordan Clarkson because he's used to having like a system. And like when you play with LeBron, you don't really have a system, and the starters are used to it, but he's not really used to it. And it kind of, I think it kind of sucks with this game a little bit. Um, but anyway, let's uh, let's move on. We got a couple more um, topics. Uh, the Golden State Warriors came out and dominated Game One against the New Orleans Pelicans, and reminded everyone why they're defending champs. Um, <laughs> this this game made me so fucking mad. I was so mad. Like the indie game, I was upset. Like I was like, Oh man, like good, good effort Pacers. Like, you know, I, I wish you guys could have pulled it out. Um, like, but this game just pissed me off because everybody, like we were all surprised that the Pelicans were able to sweep the Blazers. And we were like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they kind of match up well with them. And like, you know, AD is going to be impossible to stop and Miritich is going to be, like, just draining threes, and, you know, like, they got such a good defensive backcourt, 
no Steph Curry, none of it fucking mattered. <laughs> like they nope. just they 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 were. I mean, the game was over after the second quarter. They were outscored by 20 points in the second quarter. Uh, going into halftime, it was a 21 point game, and I think I. I can't remember if it was the first, second, or third quarter. I think I think he did it in two quarters. But each one more <laughs> made like two buzzer beaters that were like fucking miraculous. I think that one was at the end of halftime. Um, uh, the first one, the like full length court shot almost. Um, but it just it didn't matter, man. Like, and that's the crazy thing. Each one more played really well. He's probably he was definitely their most efficient player. He shot seven of eleven. Um, he was making like backdoor cuts and all kinds of shit. He was looked very impressive. He had 15 points. Right. Uh, made the only three pointer he took. Um, but Drew Holiday couldn't do shit. Uh, Rondo like created. He created looks for these guys, and he had a he had 11 mm-hmm. assists um, and only right. two turnovers. Which that's that's like what you expect from Rondo. But like. Anthony Davis, 9 of 20 is not bad. <clears throat> 21 um, points, though. Like, your team has to get more than that. And <clears throat> Miritich, 3 of 9, 9 points. Didn't really do shit. I don't know why they they have him guarding uh, Kevin Durant. Um, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, he's one of your three best offensive players. Why exhaust him? Uh, on Kevin Durant, um, I think they should either just play if they want to start each one more, play more on Kevin Durant and just let him get his shots, um, or um, you know you can you can pull in Solomon Hill who's a little bit bigger, or you can even pull in Darius Miller who's who's a little bit bigger um, to to guard Kevin Durant, somebody who you're you're not expecting to be like your your team's offense because um, you don't want right. to exhaust that effort. I think. Jawan brought this point up last week and basically said, you know, I wouldn't have Anthony Davis guard him because I want all of his energy. Like, Kevin Durant's going to get his, but maybe you can stop everybody else. Um, and I was like, yeah, I mean, he, he explained it, you know, more, but, I mean, that that was the basis of his argument. Um, and they definitely did not do that. Um, and I seriously found myself being like, after watching that game, and, it, and it's a total overreaction, um, but I still felt it. I was just like, man, they're going to win it again. Say, why are we even fucking playing? Like, we're, they're going to fucking win it again. Because, like, mm-hmm. like, I didn't really even watch the Spurs games because they just – like, we all knew Golden State was going to win. Um, right. And so, I mean, I, I watched – I think uh, I watched game one and a little bit of um, hit or miss on the rest of the games. Um, but – I, I just I really didn't care is probably the least important series um for me anyway um in in round one um but this one I was really excited to watch and it I mean like I said Warriors just straight went out and reminded everybody like y'all don't sleep on us like y'all are already like trying trying to fucking say the Rockets are the best team in the West and like all this other shit. It definitely made me be like Golden State's going to win it all, and it's probably not going to be competitive. <laughs> um, so it's sad. Uh, it, made, it made me upset. It made me like I was mad. I was depressed. I was like, man, these motherfuckers, and they're about to get Steph Curry back. Um, anyway, 
your thoughts, Joel. Yeah, no, it was super disappointing. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I thought it, I didn't. I didn't, I wasn't 100 percent sold that they'd win the game even without Steph Curry. Um, right. But I was definitely not expecting an ass whooping. I thought it'd be way closer than that. Considering how well they played against Portland, I thought their confidence alone would keep them in the game longer. But yep. the, no, Golden State just shot that shit out of the sky. Like, nah, nah. Nah, no yep. confidence here. You don't need none of that. Um, so back to the drawing board for New Orleans to see if they can figure out something else. Because at the end of the day, I think they do have some pieces that they, they showed work against Portland, but this is not the same type of competition. <laughs> this is not Portland. Uh, this is not yep. lockdown Dame Lillard and you're good. You still have three other guys, well, two. Uh, and if Steph comes back, then obviously three other guys. you got to worry about uh, out on those four. Yep. I mean, and then you got the best that can shoot the shit out of the ball. So this is a deeper team. This is a more experienced team. This is a team that can play big or small. This team went small, and they went yep. with fucking like uh, they game, really. Iguodala. Yeah, they play Iguodala point. They're small but long and big. At the same time, it's yeah. the weirdest fucking lineup. Iguodala, Thompson, Green, Durant, and fucking um, Nick Young. So they went out deadly, uh, and New Orleans just had no answer for what they were trying to do. I think that what they were trying to see is if Anthony Davis can maybe possibly slow down in, um, Kevin Durant, and obviously they gambled wrong. And maybe this time they'll realize, you know what, let's just take him off there, throw Solomon Hill out there, earn your paycheck, go fucking defend uh, Kevin Durant, and hopefully you can at least try to slow him down. Um and let, let Anthony Davis, you know, do his on the offensive side and um, just protect the paint. You know what I mean? Because J- Draymond Green had triple doubles, and I, I just, it's, yeah, and like in the I third, hate them too. third I, quarter, like eight minutes left in the third <laughs> quarter, he had a triple double. <laughs> right, so it's like frustrating. I understand. I t- I totally get it. I want to see New Orleans put up a better fight, and I think they will. Uh, they'll just and hopefully we'll, they'll pull out something, but it probably won't be until they get to New Orleans that they figure it out. Um, but yeah. hopefully they might get a game, but looking at the way it's been going, um, it'll probably just be Golden State in five, but we'll see. Yeah, I uh, like I like I said, I don't want to overreact because it is only game one. Me neither. I hope I'm wrong. But yeah, me too. Like I, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. Um, because I do right. think there is a path to success for them um, as long as they don't have Steph um, or as long as Steph is not 100%. And right, right, right. I think they'll probably rest Steph again in game two after having such a decisive game one victory. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think they want to rush him back. Um, so I think it'll be a very similar situation to how Philly treated Embiid. And... You know, Philly got the the game one win um, against the Heat. They lost game two, and then Joel Embiid was back for game three. I think that's probably what – I think they will rest Curry um, because he's obviously so important, and maybe they can get it, Maybe they can get one of these games. Um, but then if, if they do get the game, then you've you got to deal with Steph Curry coming back in game three. And – that is 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 pretty scary. Um, obviously, we all know what Steph Curry can do, um, but I still think they have a really the Pelicans have a really good def- defensive backcourt, and like nobody's gonna you know stop um, Steph Curry um, and Clay Thompson. But 
you know, they, they in theory, could match up against him. And by the way, Clay Thompson just, dude, he went off. He had the most points on their team. He outscored Durant by one point. Um, he had 27 points. Uh, he had six boards. He had two assists, uh, two blocks, um, uh, four of nine from three. Uh, dude, he was just so clutch. You cannot allow Clay Thompson to be that successful. Um, the freak too. Like, that's the thing. Like, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. You've got to shut down Clay. You've got mm-hmm. to not. Well, I won't say shut down, but you got to contain Clay. You got to contain Draymond. Right. And you got to make Kevin Durant beat you. Like that. That's your only path to success. Uh, to yep. to get to get a win in game two, in my opinion. Um, I don't disagree. And then when Steph when Steph comes back, it's not going to matter what you do. Like I mean, yeah. uh, in, in theory, like like Rondo and Holiday could could maybe check Steph and Clay, um, but again, like I think it too just goes back to what we were talking about earlier with LeBron and ISO ISO ball and how the Raptors better not revert to ISO ball. Like, like the Blazers did. They reverted to ISO ball, and they got their asses kicked. Like, the Warriors just don't do that. So it's not like even though Rondo and Holiday are, like, solid defenders and we saw them, you know, saw them be that in, in that first series, it's a whole different animal when you got a team like Golden State that just whips the ball around. Um, it, it, it makes it so much harder to defend. So – yeah, I, I think one game is about all I could give them if they win game two, because when Steph comes back, they, they're they're not gonna win another game. <laughs> this is not gonna happen. <laughs> um, and it's sad. It, it, it's it's very disappointing it how sad. how much how much better um, Golden State is than everybody else in the league. Um, but we have hope. We have. We do have the Houston Rockets, and they played the Jazz yes, to uh, to kick off the first round. Um, I said, uh, I'm excuse me, the second round. I said uh, Houston um, had a really good shot at beating the Warriors, uh, and I picked them uh, to win the West probably more than anything just because I so don't want to fucking see – uh, the Warriors, like I, I want them to lose like so bad. Um, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I know you do, but you're 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 more pragmatic yeah. in your approach. Like you're like, <laughs> I I don't want to see it, but it's probably gonna happen. Um, whereas I'm like, I don't want to see right. it, damn it. Like it's not gonna happen. If you will it, <laughs> it is no dream. <laughs> um, but. But Houston, Houston came out and played really well against Utah, a team that uh, a team that like has just been great this year. Props, Joel. Uh, and yeah. and by the way, like your your uh, your um, sleeper pick uh, made it to the second round. My sleeper pick did not. So you are the sleeper pick winner oh, of the year. Um, <laughs> it's uh, like props, dude. Um, I don't I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody that had the Jazz uh, making the playoffs, much less making the second round. So, uh, yeah. so yeah. Um, 
But oh, pushing it. Will it to existence, Nick? And will it to existence? Nice. Um, but they did run up. Uh, they played very well against OKC. They played team basketball. Uh, but they ran up against Houston. Um, and unfortunately for them, you know, they they didn't. They, they don't have Ricky Rubio. Um, and from what mm-hmm. I heard, he's going to be out like ten days. Like that's pretty much the yeah. series. Um, Pretty much, like, they gotta uh, find a they gotta find a win if they're gonna stay alive. Yeah, um, and I thought it was interesting that they started Royce O'Neal. Um, yeah, they like I, him. Yeah, they do. They do. Um, and you know, I mean, he he he's a he's a he's not a bad player. I mean, he's he's earned no. his spot on that team. Um, but he was ineffective. Um, he only scored four points. Um, now he had four assists. He had four steals, um, yep. three rebounds. Three rebounds. Um, yep. But he he's he's not giving you what you need. I like I trust him. I totally trust Donovan Mitchell to run the point. I don't feel like you have to have Rubio, um, but mm-hmm. I, I I do feel like uh, I, I feel like next game I I probably just want to see Jay Crowder, um, just play him at the three. Uh, Move Ingles to the two and go run with Favors and Gobert. Um, Crowder's—he's the next best player on your team, um, and I mean you probably you just need to play him. Um, he could play the three. He played the three in Boston. Like he—he—he he, he can totally guard Trevor Ariza. Like not like you know we we and Crowder. Yeah, like he, yeah, Crowder he's can play have, even the four if you're gonna play small. No, I know, but I'm saying like. Because because you don't really have that option, like you need him to play the three because you know right, you're down right. a guard, so you slide Ingles to you the are. two and then yeah, and then play him at the are, three. Yeah. Um, but like I I think like this season he's mainly played four for both Utah and Cleveland, but he can play the three. Uh, is my point. And yeah, yeah. I, I I think I I mean they played him big minutes. They played him 33 minutes, and he was he was very effective. He was. Probably the best player um, in the game. Um, it, Donovan. It, it, uh, even even with Donovan, I mean, uh, Donovan scored the same amount of points, but he took nine more shots. He was one of seven from three. Crowder was five of seven from three. Um, Donovan was <laughs> yes. Donovan was three of six from free throw. Like you, you need to make your free throws. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm sorry. No, he. I'm sorry. He was two of two. My bad. Uh, that was Gobert, uh, which makes sense. Right, like Gobert right, right. would be two of six from free throw. Um, but nevertheless, like you know, Crowder was just just slightly more efficient. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I kind of feel the same way about this this series that I do about the, with the Pelicans. Like, just not not going to be a very fun series. Utah might get one. Um, yeah. I think if they do, they'll get it at home. I don't expect them to win the game two. The disparity is obvious yep. now with, like, Houston and, and Utah and Golden State and New Orleans, and it, it might not work to our benefit. <laughs> like, because you're seeing it. There's definitely a disparity in te- in the teams, and it's just a date, a, a date with destiny between Houston and Golden State in the Western Finals. Yep, absolutely. And you know what, like, I, I mean, we all figured that's what it would be, um, right? Going into these playoffs, and and I'm totally fine with it. I just want to see, I just want to see a little like 
a, a, competition. a little competition. Right, yeah, I get it. Like, Trust me, I get and it's, it. it. And it's weird that, like, you know, we've always talked about how, you know, the East is not competitive. It's LeBron. Like, LeBron has the easiest road to the finals. Not this year. Like, no. the East There's is a chance he might not make it. There's a chance. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, like, I mean, Philly, Philly has looked good. They're actually down by five, oop, eight points. Uh, I told you, I think Boston could get game one. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, the Jazz just, they're, they're just, they, especially without Rubio, they just don't have the talent. Um, so we're going to, we're going to see, obviously, we're going to see Houston and Golden State. Um, where are you on that? You think? How, how much? How much of a shot do you give Houston against Golden State? Would you say it's it's close to fifty fifty, or do you lean more heavily towards Golden State, like considerably? Uh, I say I, I want to say it's closer to fifty fifty. I think I think Houston has a legit chance to to push Golden State to the brink, uh, if not take them out. Well, it's just I think they match up well with them. They played them well in in the in the in the season in the regular season. Um, I think they just have it. They have the right pieces to compete with them. I think at the end of the day, if, if the one thing that's going to be Houston's downfall is just they're going to be overwhelmed with the talent disparity. It's just it's just going to come down to you got Steph, you got Durant, you got um, Draymond and Clay, and if they can't figure out a way to stop at least one of those guys, they're not going to have a chance. Um, yeah. But they have shown that they can, and they have a shooter's chance. They have shooters everywhere, and they haven't even played their best basketball in this playoffs. Honestly, Houston hasn't nope. even looked great. They've just been winning, but they haven't looked great yet. And if they well, figure, they did, they you did, know, if they come, they in, did for one quarter, the third they, quarter. They, yeah, <laughs> when yeah. they scored fifty points, they did. <laughs> they did. They did. <laughs> but they haven't done it throughout they a just, game. Consistently, they have not yet shown that they can in the playoffs. You know, they haven't shown it yet. Right. But this is a scary team. If I'm Golden State, I'd definitely be wary of this team. Obviously, don't look past Utah yet. But I'm saying, Houston's coming for you, and uh, they got yeah. the guys to do it. Um, and and Bob Mute just came back, so he's healthy now. Yes, so he's out he there. Did. Playing, he played 21 so. minutes in that game. He did, and they play small. You know, PJ Tucker's out there playing power forward, like looking like Barkley mm-hmm. and shit. So <laughs> they're, yep. they're out there, they're doing it. So yeah, uh, we'll see, man. I, I think obviously Golden State's the favorite. It's always going to be the favorite until they get knocked out, just like LeBron is the favorite, uh, no matter what. Um, but this, if there's a chance Golden State goes down, it's going to be the Houston, and the same thing in the East with, with this year with Cleveland. I think if there's a chance LeBron's going to go out, it's going to be this year because. The talent East is a little better, um, whether it's Philly or whether it's Toronto in, in this next coming round. Uh, we might not get what we all expect Golden State Cleveland in the finals. Yes, yeah, and that I guess that would be prize enough for me. Like if we got Philly mm-hmm. and Golden State and get to see mm-hmm. like how they try to stop and beat, like that'd be fun. Um, I'd much rather see Philly yeah. and Houston, um, <laughs> but. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think I think when Steph gets back, they're they're gonna roll. I do I do agree. I think Houston. I think it's close to fifty fifty. I would uh, obviously lean a little bit towards Golden State um, after that last game. I'm I'm totally prisoner of the moment right now. 
Um, and they they did. They hit the Fun. switch, man. They turned it on. Um, and 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 like you said, Houston's not playing their best basketball yet. Now maybe they're maybe they're trying to lull people. I don't know. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I, I do think I do think the biggest the biggest positive for Houston is their defensive chips. Um, Ariza, Tucker, Capella, Bonamute, uh all mm-hmm. really like A plus defenders. Um, Ariza's a little bit older now, but he's still he, he and Tucker for that matter, but they're still pre clutch. Uh Capella's just he's the best rim protector in, in the league. Um, bar none. I mean he he pretty much made Carl Anthony Towns useless. Um and uh and Bonamute he's he's got links, man. He's a guy he's a guy who you could put on Kevin Durant and just be like, We're gonna play you thirty minutes tonight and we just all we want you to do, we don't even want you to take any shots. We just want you to guard Kevin Durant. Like that's all we're asking right. you to do. Um, and, and you know, he he could be effective on him in theory. Um, so, yeah, that'll, that'll be a fun series to watch. Um, but speaking of watch, totally. uh, let's let's go enjoy this uh, Philly-Boston game because uh, it's, yeah. it's looking like it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, to everybody out there, thanks for joining us. Joel, thank you, yep. uh, my, my no, friends you, and compatriots. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> That, that 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 was a fake laugh. <laughs> fake laugh. Uh, no, it was. Uh, I uh, yeah. Even even when we're not doing Geek Vibes Live, I still I still incorporate it. Um, but yeah, yeah thank you everybody out there. My mind. <laughs> oh yeah, like well, that Lebowski quotes for me. You know, I mean, it always comes <laughs> down to. Um, in fact, when we were doing the show the other night, uh, Joe, um, I'm sorry, Jawan was was saying. Like, we, remember he was like, we, not we, but, like, the, the we in general. And I so badly, I didn't want to interrupt him, so I didn't. But I wanted to be like, yeah, the royal we, you know, the editorial. Because um, it's, a, it's a quote from the Big Lebowski. Um, but I, I, I didn't want to interrupt him. But he said it twice, and I, I really thought about it the second time. Um, because I was like, I really, I really gotta watch twice, that and I'm not going to drop the Lebowski quote. What did you say? You still haven't watched it. I've never seen all of it from like beginning to end. Oh man, it's a it's a movie. I will say this: it's my favorite movie of all time. Definitely a movie you have to watch like three times before you can appreciate it, wow. front to back, okay. three times. Um, <laughs> it just it is, man. Like it's because uh, it's 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 a movie about almost nothing. <laughs> like there, there's not a <laughs> it's 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 the moments that make the movie, not the. Um, uh, I guess not, maybe not. That's not even the right way to describe it. It's the it's the characters and their interactions that make it, not like the story, because um, it's, it's, it's stories. Stories pretty pretty fucking pointless, honestly. It reminds right. me. Honestly, I was thinking about this the other day. It kind of reminds me of Beavis and Butthead do America. Like they. Right. Uh, have you ever seen that one? Yes, I have. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, so like they they basically like you know they're they're I think their TV gets stolen. And they're trying to, like, they just want to watch TV, and then they end up going on this crazy, huge fucking adventure. Um, And then at the end of the movie, they end up, like, going home and walking down the street and finding their fucking stolen TV. And, like, they were just so excited. And so, like, that kind of the same way with The Big Lebowski. Like, it's... They, the the characters don't really evolve at all. Like they don't really change. Right. Um, no progress. That's a ride. Is, <laughs> uh, eh, maybe a little bit, but like ultimately they don't change very much. Um, 
Gotcha. But uh, but yeah, highly recommend it. Ten out of ten. Everybody go watch the Big Lebowski. But first, let's go watch some playoffs. Uh, again, thank you all for joining us. Uh, we'll see you Thursday at nine o'clock. Uh, we'll be back to our normal time uh, this Thursday, or maybe we won't. I don't know. Uh, I, we we just kind of we just kind of wing it here at Geek Vibes Nation because uh, that's our thing. But uh, but Joel, thanks again, <laughs> and peace out, no bro. Problem. Let's go watch some finals. Let's do it. Peace. Adios.